Hello and welcome to The Polygon Show. I'm Simone de Rochefort, video producer at Polygon.com. And I'm joined today by Chelsea Stark. Hi. That's your tone of voice today. Okay. I like it. I like it. Stick with it. Allegra Frank. What up? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, I like that. Ashley, Ashley O. Hi. Okay. This is just a criticize from last week when Allegra thinks I was like, hey, <laughs> what up? Now you're mocking me, because that's what I'm I just Allegra. said. <laughs> that's why I went over the top. <laughs> you're bringing the energy. Uh, Chelsea's bringing the sultry. Allegra's bringing, I don't, the, what the am chill, I some chill vibes. Okay. Some chill vibes. What, what are you guys doing this weekend? That's going to be my my opener this week. Because I am flying in uh, two hours. I'm flying back to Washington State to, into the firestorm to finish moving from when I, uh, w- which uh, astute followers of me will know that I moved to New York City in March of 2016. Astute followers of me. <laughs> AKA me, my mom. <laughs> I would say my dad, but he probably doesn't remember when I moved. Sorry, dad. This is a tough question, and I feel like it's a slight humble brag. Like, <laughs> oh, do you actually have plans? Uh, do you this have plans? No, not for me. For you, you're going oh, to Seattle. For me. Yeah, yeah. I'm, Wait, you have plans? You're having a fucking housewarming. Oh, yeah, I'm having a party. <laughs> <laughs> God, I was like, look at Simone, so cool, yeah, going like, home to why move are Skylanders. You hating on Simone, I was like, you're having a party that <laughs> Simone is missing. By the way. <laughs> She was invited. I want you to know you were invited. We will miss you. No, I wasn't. <laughs> yes, you were. <laughs> um, I'm having a party, and you guys will all be there. Hey. What are we going to do at my party so we can make Simone oh, I feel don't especially know. bad? What are you going to do? What are we going to do, you guys? What do you want to do at my party? We can do laundry. Mm. Uh, I've got a party activity is laundry. <laughs> Drink no. some refreshing beverages. Mm-hmm. Uh, rank all of the dads in your DVD collection. Mm. The dads in my DVD collection. Do you have a DVD collection? I used to. I used to. It's at my mom's house. Okay, so just Google all of the movies that you mm-hmm. think you had, and we'll rank them. Okay, yep. we'll just send drop. them to Simone. Put them I in a nice order on sticky are... notes, and we'll do it. So you're using sticky notes too. You know I love those. Allegra <laughs> just brought me so many cute sticky notes from Germany, Ex- and now you're ranking me. dads. Excuse me, I, I don't even get any love. <laughs> Allegra and Chelsea, <laughs> <laughs> who contributed. I, I helped. Thank I, you. I picked them out. Yeah. They're really cute. And yeah. now you're using that against me. Well, Mostly, we'll be missing you this week. Yeah. Well, we'll you be... know, when I come back with a katana. And a bunch of Skylanders. Wait, are you a sword girl? Apparently, I'm a sword girl. So if you haven't read the great article, uh, I forget by who, I forget where it fucking was. I'll put it in the show notes, I guess. I think it was on The Cut? No. It was definitely, no, it was definitely The Cut, I think. Yeah, about uh, the phenomenon of sword guys. Guys who have swords in their homes. And this girl has fucked all of them. Um, not the swords, the men. Uh, yeah, it was not a... It was not a date. Oh, you mean she wrote it, not like when you said this girl, were you referring to your... <laughs> <laughs> was this gonna, girl. That was yeah, that's what I, thought she, I thought she was pointing to her like, this girl. This like, girl. Oh, no, no. got two thumbs and a fetish for swords. I've never fucked anything in my life. 
<laughs> Except Someone I do have a katana that I bought at an anime convention, and oh. I kept it on my mantelpiece under my machete poster, Machete the Robert Rodriguez film. So I'm them. going back to my college apartment to retrieve my things. What can that katana cut, do you think? Um, it is blunt, but I was told by a sword guy that uh, it was a, a sturdy blade that, were it sharpened, could be useful. So, I don't know. Coconuts? Coconuts, yeah. Well, you should definitely. Melons. Hella coconuts. That's what we do in Washington. We just walk around chopping down Oh, my God. Trees. What if you had a party at your house and you used the katana just to cut the blocks of cheese? <laughs> just a katana for a single, like, cracker barrel Maybe thing I of should cheese? postpone my party until someone yeah. comes back with the katana. <laughs> I just want you to slice that or, like, salami with it. Just be like, wait, hold on. This is a delicate process. Excuse me, respect the blade and the salami. That's an SNL sketch is what you're describing. (laughs) It literally is, yeah. Let's talk about what we're playing this week. Allegra, life is strange before the storm. You finally were able to reveal your review of episode one to the world. Yes, and thank you for going to me because this is super relevant because it takes (gasps) place in Washington. And they have katanas. It is now a fighting game. They don't, but you said hella. Oh my god, I did! One, that's like a very like Pacific Northwest, like Bay Area kind of thing. And like it's You know why up. they call it the Bay Area? Please well, don't. I'm from there. Because <laughs> you're from what? there. You're not. You're not though. Bay. Wait, I thought people in LA. You're right, said I'm it, not, not from the SF. Bay Area at all. No, Fuck it's me. it's actually I was looking this up because I wrote a story about one of the cutest parts in Life is Strange before the Storm episode one, which I will say in full <laughs> the whole episode, um, is there's a part where Chloe Price, who was in the first Life is Strange, she's the star of the new one. So she's like the angsty, like best friend of the old Life is Strange hero. She's the shadow to the Sonic of Max's Sonic. Sure, she's not, (laughs) but yes. I don't know anything about Sonic the Hedgehog. Sorry, go on. I'll stop interrupting. (laughs) So basically, this game is like she's really sad and doesn't really have friends and like is putting distance between herself and everyone but then she meets this girl Rachel Amber Mm-mm-mm. who is this mysterious ambiguous popular girl who she quickly falls in love with and they're playing a game I think you were there when I was playing this part Ashley but maybe you weren't because you were watching me play this for a little bit yeah and there's this one part where they're playing two truths and a lie <gasps> uh, which I it, literally the game is called how you play it like you tell two truths and one lie and there's a part where you have to then play it and I did it completely wrong where everything I said was a lie I was like oh I don't know how to play this game but anyway so you're playing two truths and a lie and the lie that Rachel tells is that she's from New York but she's actually from California and then she's like oh you're hella cool Chloe Price and Chloe's like who says hella and Rachel's like all us Cali people do. And in Life is Strange, the original, like the main criticism was that Chloe says hella all the time. But it turns out she says hella because of Rachel Amber, this girl who was her best friend that she fell in love with, who ends up like dying or whatever. Spoiler. Wow. Spoiler alert. <laughs> what the fuck? I don't think she dies. I literally shit. don't remember what happened. Dude, I just started the first <laughs> Life is Strange. What the shit? <laughs> Wait, isn't she missing in the first one? No. Yes, she is. She's literally, that is the literal beginning of the game that she's missing. That she's, well, she's not dead. I don't know if she's dead. I made that up. I Why literally would you don't say know. That? I actually don't know because I never finished. I don't game. remember what happens to her either. This is very I just upsetting. I she's missing. Let's that's just in the beginning blanket of the game. statement. Let's just throw a dart at the wall here. She is making pizza. She's on vacation. Burning with an, Man. A, a katana. Nobody is at Burning Man <laughs> in Brazil. Yes. At Burning Man. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> all of the things. Burning Man Sao Paulo. Yeah. Washing her hair. Yes. Um, so that was a super That's cute moment. That's not hygienic if you're making pizza. <laughs> that was a super cute part. And like the whole story is like touching in a really subtle way like that where there are references where obviously like I played the first one so I would understand mm-hmm. the weight of that more than Ashley even though I just ruined it I guess for her I didn't I don't know what happens to Rachel I'm sorry everyone <laughs> Ashley's um, face right now is so good but in general like it's just a really sweet story of like being a misunderstood teen and I feel like I mm-hmm. constantly bring this theme up but like because you still being, are one yes like being a teen who feels completely alone in the world and super isolated and like you have to actively push everyone away because you don't want people to know who you really are mm-hmm. because you're not comfortable with that and like it's very 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 much about that and so this is the first of three episodes and I assume the next two will be dealing with the fallout of the dramatic climax at the end, which involves Rachel and Chloe's friendship um, and some tough combos that they had to have, uh, which is hashtag very relatable um, because it's it's super hard to like be vulnerable, especially at that age. Mm-hmm. So to actually like play that and be Chloe and experience that is super cathartic, especially like at this age, looking back on it where I'm like, yeah, when I was 16, I could not talk to mm-hmm. people like this I couldn't talk to my friends about how I actually felt about them I couldn't talk to people I cared about and say like I have a crush on you do you think this is like the right time for you to play this game now or would you have appreciated it when you were that age I think I probably would have appreciated it in a different way like I probably would have like I can relate to Chloe like with hindsight but I think I, then I probably would be like oh Chloe's so cool like she's so bad <laughs> her hair is awesome she's so cool because she breaks into concerts um, so I probably would have like I idolized her a little bit more maybe. and then in retrospect it's like ah oh, you're teen I'm like you're lashing out stupid like your mom is rad stop being mean to her um, yeah so I noticed that too in you're your watching that scene yeah yeah so I noticed with games like that where I would feel like. I would empathize with that character. And then, like, yeah, you get to, I think, a certain age, and then all of a sudden... And this is the same for, like, when I watch Freaks and Geeks again, which mm-hmm. I do, like, every year for some reason, because it's a good show. Um, yeah, then I find myself just being like, why are you so mean to your parents? It's the like, stop they, being mean to your parents. Just, exactly. They just want to spend time with you. And it's like, you know, there was one thing that was really heartbreaking for me. I'm so sorry to just hijack this and make it really sad. No. But it, like, reminded me one time in high school. No, middle school. I think, like, on a Saturday, I was supposed to go to the mall with my mom. Like, she asked me if I wanted to go shopping. And I said yes. And I think, like, one of my friends that day was, like, some movie just came out. And they're like, oh, like, come on, like. We're all going. And then um, so basically I like was going to go see it. And my mom was like, oh, like, but I thought we were going to go to the mall today. I was like, no, like me and my friends are going to go see a movie. And she's like, oh, OK, I guess we'll go later. And like, I, I think at the time, like I didn't think anything of it. But then I saw something like that in Freaks and Geeks and I felt so awful mm-hmm. like just terrible for like even though she was totally like okay sure but like god you set aside your whole saturday you just want to spend it with your daughter and she just Aww. is a piece of shit and is like i'm gonna go to the movies <laughs> in the arcade with my friends i don't feel good right now thanks yeah you're gonna make me too sad <laughs> i totally get that too and like freaks and geeks is such a good example and like did you ever watch My So-Called Life? Any of you guys? Yes. Oh, yeah. I freaking hate that show because of this. Like, the only people I like on that show are the parents. And Angela Chase is so mean to her parents. And I can't stand that. Like, so literally, yeah, at this age, it's interesting because we're not that far removed from being cool, awesome 16-year-olds, which I'm sure we all were. Um, but, like, 
even at age 23 now, I'm like, you need to be nice to your parents. Like, respect the time that they have to give to you and, like, hang out with them because they're cool and they love you and they're awesome. It's just just trying to be nice to you. You know, they're just trying to, like, give you some food, like dinner or breakfast. And and then, like, yeah, I saw that dialogue between Chloe and her mom. And I was like, this woman is cooking you breakfast. Yeah. Like, <laughs> why are you being such a bitch right now? The oh. answer is usually hormones and too many feelings. Oh, God. Speaking of spending time, Ashley, you're playing Destiny 2 right now. <laughs> yes, I am. Yay. Yay. Welcome back to hell. Welcome back to the K-hole. That's Destiny. Um, so I I will have all of you know that I played not one, but maybe three or four missions with another person. Wow. Oh, wow. Wow. Soft clap. Soft, soft, claps. soft clap for me. Um, because the running joke here is that I solo Destiny. So... Uh, we, I don't know if anyone is familiar with or have started has started Destiny 2, but there's like this really fond memories feature that happens. So you open up the game and whatever, there's a whole cinematic and then it goes back to like these very nice kind of like illustrated scenes of like key missions from the first Destiny, right? And it'll show, it'll show like the name of the mission. It'll show like the date that you completed it and like the people in your fire team. <laughs> and so anyway, I started up Destiny 2 um, and Pat was over and I started to tear up because I was like, oh, my God. And it was like everything kind of came up. And then I was just like, oh, look at all these memories. Oh, and they paid such nice tribute to p- people who played before. And I started to cry. And Pat goes, oh, and I'm just like, oh, this is so nice. And then he goes, wait, so you did all those by yourself? <laughs> and I just immediately stopped it. I was like, hey, <laughs> hey. Well, anyway, there was one there was one very last one which was Rise of Iron, which was like after I started at Polygon, so I played with Mike and Jeff. So I was like, Aww. see, there were there were people on my team. I I played one mission. That was literally the only mission that I played with other people. So like pre Destiny <laughs> 2. God. Um anyway, so besides how sad that is. I'm I'm really happy for you that you've come so far. I have friends kind of now. Um <laughs> But yeah, the the second Destiny is very different from the first one. Like, I think a lot of the criticism for the first one is that it was really boring. It was cold. There was no story. It just seemed like super bland and vanilla. Um, And so like this one is just very like the maps and everything and the cinematics. It's just like someone turned up the color and someone turned up the textures and the environment. It's like gorgeous. It's like very lush post-apocalyptic but like just really really just wow like I just walked around and it just reminded me kind of a little bit of like the Eichenwald map in Overwatch Mm. and some like really beautiful other places like in Fallout games and it has that vibe to it which like I really liked and the music is so much better this time around it's really really good is the story still very very silly uh, the story now apparently on Polygon.com. What? I feel like the copy was uh, like, there's going to be so much story apparently in the second one that you're going to be sick of it. I saw a Russ tweet that don't like get spoiled. Like don't let yourself be spoiled because the story is good. So, what? Yeah. 
That's ex- so. I my experience with Destiny One was that I did not play it, but I was living with my best friend at the time, and I watched him play it, and it was the mo- the best time of my life because that game is so like there are so many bright explosions that are beautiful to look at, and then all of the dialogue made me laugh a lot. I laughed a lot at Destiny because um, it is space Lord of the Rings, and it <laughs> is fucking hilarious it was it that is very generous but okay um space uh lord of the rings fan fiction yeah written by me when i was 16 (laughs) and i had my elf oc who was at rivendell and made out with legolas and then went off on her own and uh, was captured by orcs and held captive until of course the fellowship came to rescue her her not me her um, so moving on to de- back. Ashley's she, mouth is rewinding. Like, <laughs> I know. She's like, no, go on. Really interested me the link. God, I'm so glad I didn't write anything down back then. <laughs> Only I didn't have this photographic shame memory. <laughs> Just keeping you awake at night. <laughs> Remember all that stuff you almost wrote about your Wait, what was your fan elf's name? I actually can't say it. Oh, my God. I can't she, say it. I can't say it because that's still my email address. <laughs> okay, I guess. We'll All right, I'm going to leave you that. alone. I will um, not visit violence upon someone. I played a game this week, speaking of crying. So I actually finished the PS4 version of Tearaway, which is called Tearaway Unfolded. Did any of you play the original Oh, Tearaway? I downloaded that, but I haven't yeah, played I have it that game too, I, play, I, played I beat it. the original one on Vita. It was really good. It's so good. I was. I'm glad that you all have it because I was legitimately. I have it on a disc, and I was legitimately going to bring it into the office and force it upon people, which is actually what I did with my Vita when the original Tearaway came out. I literally bought a Vita for this game, played this game, wept like a tiny infant baby, and then lent my Vita to like four successive people so that they could play the goddamn game. Um, so this is a game from Media Molecule, who did the Little Big Planet series, and it's kind of. A more narrative experience about this little envelope person traveling through a world uh, which is a paper world which is kind of under attack by these horrible newspaper scraps. Um, and it is just – it it starts off very pastoral and cute and gets weird as all get out. It is bizarre and abstract and artistic and yet it's like – keeps that core of cuteness because you have this little character that you get so attached to and you're just helping them get through the world just helping them get by and that's like my that's my shit that's my brand is protecting tiny tiny cute characters in worlds that want to squash them except most often what happens is i squash them because the platforming is not great in that game anyway i'm going to make you all play it just like i'm going to buy a freaking marie calendar's turkey pot pie for ashley I'll bring it in when I get back from Please, Seattle. Please, because I, I Googled it, and I Googled the packaging, and like I don't recall ever How seeing that. How the fuck? Where do you ever. go grocery shopping? I don't know. I just, like, I don't in know all the grocery stores I've ever been to, from me being a child to an adult, what I don't it? think I've ever seen a Marie Callender's. They sell them at Christides. I, I mean, I don't really go there. They sell them at, okay. I don't know. We'll talk about this later. We'll talk about this later, okay. Ashley. Not in front of our guests. Um, I have a question about yeah. Tearaway. Yeah, so, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know on the Vita, 
like it was a pretty early Vita game, right? So it, it was used... actually built for the Vita. They yeah. gave the developer prototypes of the Vita so they could design yeah. it specifically for the Vita's weird shit. Exactly. Yeah. So the Vita had that weird or has whatever RIP Vita, but uh, it has the <laughs> it'll live forever in my heart. Hashtag PS Vita. Um, it has the weird touch panel on the back. Mm-hmm. So how does that work on the PS4? They completely fucking redesigned the game yeah. is what they did. So um, one of the cool elements of the Vita game is that using the back touchpad, you could put your fingers against it and your fingers would pop up in the game in the virtual world. So uh. it was like poking your fingers through paper and it was really cool and it you was could drag cool. them around. It was not weird. It was cool. Yeah, it was very cool. Uh, so what they did on the PS4 is they're using the touchpad on the DualShock and I actually... I'm struggling to remember because the part that I recently played didn't use any of those mechanics. But um, you can draw on it and you can you basically use it to drag things around or you'll swipe your fingers across it to make wind blow through the world, which is really cool. And they use the gyroscope, too. Like every element of interaction with that controller they use and they changed a shit ton of stuff. Like there's actually a big climactic moment in the middle of the game that they completely rewrote for the PS4 version, I actually like it a lot better. There was, um, it was going to say, because the main point of the Vita version is that you take a picture of your face and you appear in the sun and you're like the god. What? And it's so good. <laughs> it's so good. The Yeah. And nothing, then, is, nothing is better than a, seeing a little sun, paper sun around your face. No. I'm no. thinking of Teletubbies, how the baby was the yeah, sun. Yeah, that's what but I'm thinking you. of. You're that. the sun. No, no. I don't no. want to be the baby in the sun. Well, then play the PS4 that. version. It's much cuter. So I if swear. you took a picture of yourself screaming... Uh, mine mine <laughs> no, had no, my mouth The open. camera's on. Yeah. Wait, so, just, it, so like it's on and it's like your actual face in while the you're Vita version, always yeah. on? Yeah. In the Vita version it is, not in the PS4 version. Oh. I think you I can think turn I it like off in the less. Vita version. But, oh my God. Okay. But it, it'd be like, it could mm, be awkward because sometimes you're like just... lying in bed and you're like, there are my 50 chins <laughs> as I'm playing this game and my face is greasy because I'm in bed. And yeah. It's the last morning thing and I ever want to see. I couldn't remember if there was still, there was a still image or not, but maybe you're right. Hmm. I, I'm pretty sure it does move around. I remember, I remember so like weird. trying to move it around, and like you can take pictures uh, with the. Anyway, this is like devolving into whatnot. Anyway, play this freaking game. It's so cute. It's very good. Get, if you have a Vita, get it on Vita. If you have a PS4, get it on PS4. I'd love it. I kind of want to do like a playthrough of it for our YouTube channel because it's so cute. And like your little character will like as they're running along in the world, they'll look back and wave or like make eye contact with you. Oh no, stop it. I will cry. Yeah, I cried again like a small infant. Oh, Ashley, there's a part where you can ride a pig. (gasps) The pig? What? The pig. And you get to name the pig and you get to decorate the pig. Decorate? You can decorate the pig. With paper crafts. Paper, because everything's made of paper. Like you give it a hat or... Give it a whole new face, Ashley. You you can make it... Give it it eyebrows. Yeah, Ashley. Something... No, something bad happens to your little friend, um, and you have to give him a new face. What? It's kind of sad. Wait, the pig? No, the pig is the fine. Pig oh god, I thought you said something. Let's like move he gets on. Eaten. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take a moment to talk about GameFly. Are you ready to save money and play more games? Let me introduce you to our sponsor, Gamefly. Gamefly is the best way to buy and rent all of your favorite games. At Gamefly.com, you can pick your favorite games and have them mailed directly to your door. 
They have over 9,000 titles to choose from, and it means that you can try those games that you've been hearing a lot about but haven't wanted to plonk all the money down for. You get to do that risk-free. Try the next big thing today with Gamefly. You'll never have to worry about late fees, and you can cancel anytime. And also, they offer movies now, too. And you can keep the games as long as you want. Go to Gamefly.com slash Polygon Show and start your free premium 30-day trial today. The premium trial lets you check out two games or movies at a time. You can only get this offer by visiting Gamefly.com slash Polygon Show. That's G-A-M-E-F-L-Y dot com slash Polygon Show. Now go sign up, play all of your favorite games absolutely free for 30 days. Thanks, Gamefly, for sponsoring the Polygon Show. All right, let's talk about some of this week's news. I think we can all agree that the biggest news story of this week, of course, focused on a food brand. Mm-hhm. And okay. Splatoon. Uh, yes. <laughs> All right. I will I will take that. Take one. it. Take it and run so, with it. Score a home run. <laughs> In Japan, the next Splatfest for Splatoon 2, Ashley is not looking forward to this one. She oh. knew. She was prepped. I told her on Twitter we were talking about I don't want to talk her about it. Her glasses have been taken I know. I took off. my glasses off on so the I table. could. Oh, Get ready, y'all. That's why I'm not wearing my glasses today because I knew. Get ready. It's not why. Hold on. We'll get there. So next Splatfest for Splatoon 2 in Japan only. McDonald's is sponsoring it. Team French Fries. Team McNuggets. Which one are you? Team French fries right here. Easily. Team French fries. Thank no. you. Nugs from the D. That's what I want. Please never say that again, <laughs> Ashley. What is a nug from the deep? No. She's right from the D. <laughs> oh, I thought she said nugs from the deep. Nugs from and the I was D. like, whoa, that's that could be a lot of things. No. I think it's worse than what she said, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I would prefer I the nugs from the deep. I don't want to think about what nugs from the D are. <laughs> I have a sense and I hate it. I'm sorry. Um, uh, <laughs> Ashley. No, I'm maintaining true neutral on this one. You tried to just choke yourself with I your, did. Your, your I don't want cord. I saw that. Explain. Well, you can't why, get away from this. Why is this, this so upsetting? Be, because, okay, if... If I go to McDonald's, which is usually when I'm wildly drunk and hungry um, and hate myself, but uh, I will always get both of those things. Okay. (gasps) So it's like if you go to a store, if you go to like a sandwich, like a Subway or whatever for some reason, and (laughs) you order a sandwich, you can't order a sandwich without bread. Okay. Okay. Otherwise, it's just meat. And like loose veggies. So okay. you think of potatoes. So it's just basic. You mean a salad. It's what? Why are potatoes in a salad? Potato salad's a thing. No, I guess it's no, not. No, but like you're that, sa- I'm picturing like romaine with. Anyway, we're getting off topic. They're so intertwined, okay, in their identity that they are impossible to separate, and I refuse oh, to choose. That's a fine reason because okay, I love both but of them so much. That's fair. However. Do you ever just get fries? No, I get both. You never just get one? No, I get both, Allegra. You, <laughs> what do you not understand? I always get both. I never not. And besides, they sell 20 of them for $5. You bet your ass I'm for getting five them. Yeah, for $5? Oh. Like, this bet country your, is so going to hell in a basket, man. I buy 20 chicken nuggets and a large fry 
always. That was my last McDonald's experience. Yeah, and it was, and it was a bad experience. Okay, well, oh, I'm so sorry. Well, I oh. I think you're great. I think that this is great. They're both so good. I I learned <laughs> that apparently nuggets are a side in Japan. And that's why they're competing against each other because they're both on the sides menu. Oh, how, interesting. How many nugs in a side? I don't know. Four. Probably four. four. Just probably four because they're sensible. Uh, yeah. Many people in the comments have enlightened us on this matter many times. <laughs> and now we know. Not so, 20, not 100, which that, you can also buy. Ooh. Hold up. That begs the question because Allegra and Ashley are both going to Japan next week. If you get McDonald's in Japan, what are you going to get as your side? Ashley. (laughs) Ashley is ready to walk. Oh my God. Yeah, Ashley. We're not going to McDonald's. We're going to. What are you going to do? We're going to be in Japan. (laughs) Also, what I was thinking about just before this, so I was barely listening, was the fact that you could get. Listen. Listen. You can get a hundred chicken nuggets for just $25. (laughs) (laughs) That's oh my god. <laughs> that is so terrible. Why? I hate that. Why? That's disgusting. I want to have a That's nugget like party where pounds. we get chicken nuggets from like everywhere possible. So like Wendy's, I know what we're doing at Allegra's house. No, we're not doing that. Do not bring chicken nuggets into my house. I'm bringing Why? chicken nuggets. Yeah, let's bring chicken nuggets. Oh, actually, ever since the incident, I can't smell nuggets. <laughs> what incident? The incident where I was desperate for. <laughs> fucking chicken strips and everywhere was closed and I had to go to McDonald's at 2 in the morning and I bought 20 nuggets and I ate them and it was not good. Did you throw up? A little bit. Oh, Oh, I'm sorry. It was bad. How about some Alice 3 game rumors from what I learned is a person. What? <laughs> you named know. American McGee. I did not know that American McGee was a person oh, yeah. and not a company. Oh, yeah. Oh, His yeah. name is American James McGee. Yeah. American James McGee. Yes. We had a very long and upsetting discussion about this earlier this week. So. Uh, this was on his website, right? That he is trying to start a Kickstarter, or no, trying to get funding to make a proposal for E to get to give to EA to maybe someday make a third Alice American McGee's Alice game, which sounds like a load of hooey. Mm. Well, the second one wasn't. He wasn't involved in the second. One. Oh, he wasn't. Oh. No. He's also kind of a guy known for being full of hooey. Do you remember? The proposed Wizard of Oz game that followed up, the, like dark and gritty. No, Wizard the dark of Oz. and grizzly. Yeah, it was like two thousand two or three. <laughs> grizzly. Um, yeah, it was two thousand two or three. I can't remember which, but they were gonna do. Oh, we Alice was a success. Dark and gritty Wizard of Oz with like monstrous flying monkeys. Yeah. I mean that, and that never never happened. That could have also just been like a publisher issue. Maybe. I don't know if Maybe. it was. I, I don't know. I, did I was not. I was in a freshman in college. I don't. Um, wasn't paying attention. But yeah, his Alice game was like my shit. I loved I it. Thirteen, and angsty. Yes. Uh, Chris Verna, who used to be in Nine Inch Nails, did the soundtrack, and it is perfect. Oh my god! In every way. This literally sounds like I never played these games, but it just sounds like the epitome of like Hot Topic two thousand. Oh yeah. Oh, it is. That was me. Two thousand five. This game is not bad. Hot Topic. No hate. Uh, 2000? I don't remember. I, I will produce you have the Google. answer. Ashley, so as the person who has played these games, would you want a third one? Yes, I absolutely. If he is, like, 
directly involved, I 100% want mm-hmm. one. That would be like my most anticipated game ever, I think. The first one came out in 2000. Yeah. Wow. I called it. Uh, I remember the Jabberwocky fight being really fun. Dude, that game was amazing, but I have to say it did, it does not age well. No, I don't all. think I would replay it at all. Because like in Madness Returns, the second one, they also included um, a digital copy of the first one. And I was like, oh, this is going to be great. And I played it and I was like, oh my God, I love this game and I'm going to leave it in the past. Just let it be in my memories where it is perfect forever. I just remember oh. the, the Wizard of Oz thing because someone got me a flying monkey vinyl figure before the game gave, even came out. And Ugh. it was like, it was disgusting. Why? My roommate hated it. She was like, in my dorm room, she was like very upset that it ha- was on my computer monitor. And I was like, oh, this is cool. What happened to him? <laughs> oh my God. Wait, who gave it to you? Uh, just a friend of mine. Where did, where, did, where did the monkey go? Oh, Chelsea. definitely went to the trash Aww. when I when I grew up. Every time you mentioned the Wizard of Oz, I kept like this happened the first time you mentioned. It, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot that Alice is from the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> God <laughs> damn I was it! Like, Wait, no, what? she's not. And then when you brought it up again, I had the same thought again. Oh my god! Sorry, Sorry girl. Hold up! It was called the Wizard of Oz one was called Ozombie. Mm. Oh. Oh, like Oz Zombie. Oh, Oz Zombie. Oh, 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 That's a bad. Oz Zombie. That's how. Mm. No. Th- okay, well, let's, wow, just move right on from that. Mario, it's not a plumber anymore. He's not. He hasn't been a plumber, you no. know, is a thing. I mean, but those are his fucking roots, man. Those are his roots. And I think it's fine to change. It's fine to have a career change. At, at, you know, he's old. He's been around like the block a while. Um, but so oh, Mario's the, been around the block. Been around the block a time I'll or two. Say. Uh, on the Japanese Nintendo site, they like updated his profile and he's, they were literally like, you know, he, he used to dabble in plumbing, but now he does so many other things. But that's like kind of. Oh, no! Oh, no! <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> explosion happened for the listeners at home all the mics are fine we have knocked an entire can of coke zero <laughs> off it the table and exploded, it exploded. <laughs> this is gonna... everything is fine now my Stop legs are to wet clean this up nah. maybe i mean it's on the carpet <laughs> i feel like we should I found the flying monkey toy, showed it to Ashley, and then she recoiled, and then I recoiled, and then we both recoiled at the same time, and her arm flew back and knocked it over. First it, like, knocked over, and we were like, oh, and then we saw it fizz, and we're like, oh! I kept, like, looking at Pat through the window, and he just, like, slowly put his hand through his mouth. I was, like, waiting for him to do something. He was just like... (laughs) Please send that picture to Pat so he can put it in the show notes. let me see, let me see. Yeah, that is fucking horrendous. <laughs> oh my god, Chelsea, no! Chelsea, no! I would have kicked you out of that room! Wait, this is the most... Okay, let me describe this, because this is not yeah, great Yeah, this is radio. important. But, oh my... I, I don't know where to begin. It looks like a disgusting dragon that had sex like with a human. A little pink demon. It looks like a little pink demon, like a demonic hell... Scape human with dragon wings and gigantic claws, a mouth, a huge mouth open, super ripped. 
Now the way you said oh no was like the same time. Remember we were on another Polygon show episode. I recall oh, like yes. contorting your animal, your animal, your Pokemon figures. Oh god! And then Ale- I played back Allegra's scream for her, which went oh no, no! And I was like oh my god! Like you literally are like oh yeah, I turned Venusaur's head around. I was like no, no. <laughs> And you, I actually do remember that I bought this for myself at Tower Records. Why? So. Why, did you, wrong with Why you? did you do that? I was, I was 18. 18. That soda explosion was karma. Oh, wait. This, this is the on. trial of Chelsea Stark now. God. I don't even know what we were talking about. Okay, do you remember the price of the paper monkey? Towels, Pat. Where are the paper towels? My legs wet. It's probably... Just hold, held on to them, I, I was waiting wait- for this coke to dry on my leg. I was waiting for a natural break. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, there will be no break, Pat. We're having a trial now. <laughs> Scrubbing my leg. <laughs> keep going. I'm gonna, I'm oh, we're going to keep going. Wipe me up. Wipe me up. <laughs> all right, all in session for the trial of Chelsea Stark. Chelsea, please come to the stand. How much did you pay for the monkey at Tower Records? I didn't have money, a lot of money, so it must have been like... Not that it couldn't have been more than fifteen dollars. You didn't. Ha- you say you didn't have a lot of money. You chose, despite this, to spend that money on a figurine of a flying monkey from an American McGee game that was not yet released. Was not. You could have gotten sixty chicken nuggets with that money. I so know. Many. I could have gotten so many Schlotsky sandwiches. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. What was wrong with me? I'm so sorry, everyone. It's okay. Forgiveness. Is I'm really sorry to my roommate. This is not how the court, the court of law works. <laughs> you don't just say okay, to sorry, the sorry, defendant, it's okay. Sorry. Like, I mean, I admitted I, that I, I'm guilty. I strike my statement from the record and I uh, adjourn the jury, okay. Allegra and Ashley, to debate whether Chelsea should receive punishment for her crime of spending a small amount of her small money on this horrendous figure. Okay, we're going to convene very quickly. Okay. So, Ashley, we have heard... Chelsea's remarks. We've heard Simone's apology that has been stricken from the record, but we were there. But we you, no, there. you have to. You have to forget it. That's the rules of jury. You aren't in the room, Simone. You can't Sorry. comment. Sorry. How do you feel about Chelsea's argument that she she did it? She recognizes what she did. It was wrong, and she regrets it. How do you feel? Well, Should we let her go. As she someone knows she who up? frequented hot topic as a teenager, we all buy stupid shit that we regret later. Mm-hmm. That we like never want to talk about, but Chelsea happened to unearth this wonderful memory for us. Um, I don't know. I, I I think it's fine. We all have some really uh, embarrassing things. Someone who who made fun of me? Maybe it was Simone. Probably Simone me. made fun of me for having wall scrolls in my room when I was. Oh in no! Oh, I remember me. that. I think it oh, was wait. me. <laughs> Because I have, oh God, I have a wall scroll in Washington that See, I need to get, get rid it. of. See, I never had a wall scroll. I just had this monkey sitting okay, on top. Okay, I think top. a wall scroll, <laughs> all right, of 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 of, of fucking Titus and Yuna is better than that thing. It, it's just sitting on top of my CRT monitor as I was playing games and doing homework. Your poor roommate. Okay, so Chelsea, I'm going to speak on behalf of the jury here. I think we're going to let you go. You did a really fucked up thing, Chelsea. <laughs> 
<laughs> but we all have flying monkeys in our trash cans. Wait, wait let you go? Like, are, you, are you firing her from no, the show? I'm letting her go free. Oh, that's no. not what you say in a court of law. I'm gonna let you go because you bought a fucking flying monkey, and I can no what longer. What kind of be court of you. law is this? We're just <laughs> making up these rules as we these go. These are the rules of <laughs> government. I want to say so. it's a kangaroo court, but it's more like a. That sounds so cute. Raccoon court. Yeah, trash. I don't raccoon wink. Court. I don't know what that means. Well, you like well, a trash. I'm always trash? making eye contact with you, so I have to just. Yeah, she can't look at anyone else. <laughs> wink. Except me, who sits you're across from you. As if I get the raccoon joke, it's I not don't. a joke. Well, you're a criminal, a Chelsea. It's so just, we're just calling it raccoon court. I'm so yeah. sorry. Let's oh, take okay. a moment to talk about pro flowers. <laughs> I remember vividly the last time I was surprised by a bouquet in the office. It was when ProFlowers sent me one to remind me how nice getting flowers is. They sent me this beautiful multicolored summer rose bouquet and it sat on my desk beautiful and bright and it made people walk by and ask, Oh, who sent you flowers? I was like, it's kind of me. Like I, I kind of I got them for myself, I guess, in, in this world. But you know what? It was worth it just to have them there and to smell their beautiful selves and let them brighten up my office. ProFlowers wants to help you surprise someone for no reason at all while also surprising you with a special deal for Polygon Show listeners. You can get 20% off any of their unique summer rose bouquets or any other bouquet of $29 or more. Their colorful rainbow roses are always a hit if you aren't sure what to send someone. Can confirm that is what they sent me. It was freaking gorgeous. ProFlowers bouquets are guaranteed to stay fresh for at least seven days or your money back, and you control the delivery date. To get 20% off summer roses or any other bouquet of $29 or more, go to proflowers.com and use the code POLYGON at checkout. That's P-R-O-F-L-O-W-E-R-S dot com and the code POLYGON. Thank you so much, ProFlowers, for sponsoring this episode of The Polygon Show. Let's talk about emails. This one is from Emmeline or Emmeline. I'm sorry. Hey, friends. Listening to your older episodes, I was suddenly reminded of the hours and hours my siblings and I spent playing Kirby Air Ride. We almost <gasps> never actually played the game, though. Allegra Frank clutches her chest and stares at me wide-eyed. Most of our time was spent in free-run mode, dramatically playing out intricate stories of love and betrayal that would inevitably end with Green Kirby jumping off the sun into a volcano. So it made me wonder, did any of you play games for entirely different purposes than they were intended for like we did? Yes, yes, I love this question so much. Yes. Kirby Air Ride is one of my favorite games of all time. Ashley is backed very far away from the microphone. Okay, Kirby Air Ride is one of my favorite games of all time. Great choice. Excellent game. I used to do the exact same thing. We never knew what the objective was. We would just fly around making up stories about Kirby life. Always this happened with Kirby. Same with Super Smash Brothers. My sister and my best friend and I would all be Team Blue Kirby, and we would always fight against Link, and we had this very weird involved lore in which Link was like trying to destroy all the blue Kirbys and so the blue Kirbys had to band together to destroy Link so I guess that was sort of like we were beating up Link so I guess that was Super Smash Brothers-esque but the main (laughs) one was Mario Kart 64 on the I think it was like the Mushroom Kingdom course or whatever 
I would always be Peach and my sister would always be Toad. And Toad was like the kart racing guru teaching Peach how to be like good at kart racing. And so I would always have to intentionally lose because my sister was the kart racing master. And then we would just like go off course because you could go to Mushroom Kingdom. And we would just like park our cars there and like talk <laughs> in Mario Kart. <laughs> Literally, we would go like, off course. Like driving school? <laughs> Literally. Like it's a racing game. So we would come in dead last, but she would have to come in seventh and I would have to come in eighth. Wow. Because she was the best one, even though I was way better than her at Mario Kart. Uh, so yes, I used to do that all the time because I never knew what I was doing with video games. That's hilarious because I have a similar experience with Lego Racer. I think it was called, where uh, because you could just go drive around the courses uh, without any other players or anything, and there were all these secret tunnels or like secret passages that you could go through, I would go through and be a real estate agent and uh, show off all the various features of each of the maps. And I like got really into like all the details, like the, the beautiful pools and the all the, the rock formations and shit. I don't know why, but I would spend hours doing that. Oh, that's so fun. It was great. No Did one, no played, one, else no one races in racing games. Did anyone Did you else just... do this? Not for racing games. For other I games? I'm I trying can. to think. Well, I have another story. Good. More and it's called talk Barbie more. Riding Club. <laughs> <laughs> so that game, it, it was, I guess, super easy to beat because I beat it like a thousand bajillion times. But when I wasn't doing that, I would have to very, very, you know, rigidly take my each of my horses out and groom them and like put them through their paces, like starting off walking and then trotting and then cantering them uh, because you have to take real good care of horses when you're a horse girl. But more than that, I had an outside uh, fascination with that game where I was making plans on printer paper to take over the island from Barbie. I think I was going to kill her. Um, and Teresa. Christy was my friend. Teresa! <laughs> yeah. Teresa. Oh, Teresa. And then I was going to turn it into a hotel resort, I think. Really into like urban planning as a child, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) But I got all these plans for how I was going to renovate it and then probably buy more horses and like what I was going to do for tourist attractions and day, like vacation planning. Why? 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 I love that. At least so it didn't much. have a newsletter. <laughs> Your newsletter. That's so good. Uh, man, you guys never did that, huh? I think it's probably because, like, one, I really liked toys and stuff. Like, I was really into, like, not dolls. I hated dolls. Um, but, like, little figures. figures. Did and... you play silent games as a kid? Yeah. Silent games. No. Silent games? I, I don't know. It's, I don't know. Oh, okay. I think I know what you're talking about. I would just have, like... I'd have like long elaborate stories with myself and all the toys I had. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Extremely like I'd be in there for hours playing just like long games with like usually my trolls. I never did that because I have a twin. So Oh, Oh, well some people have siblings. (laughs) Some of us had to make our own fun shut up alone in a room with a bunch of toys. Some of us just had brothers and those were, you know. Yeah, they're not good to play with. Mm. I uh yeah, I wish I I could. The only thing I can remember is playing Sim Park, the worst oh. of the Sim games, and 
and I would I always Sim I loved Sim Park because I wouldn't I would just play it. They're like, oh, you're supposed to mix the people and animals, and we're like, no, the people make trash, and so they go on their own little island over here, <laughs> and then I'll let all the animals have like free reign of the rest of the park and make it beautiful, but the people are trash. Shit, I want to <laughs> replay that game. This next question is from Aaron. Hey, Polygon Show hosts, love the podcast. You all make me super happy, whether it's in my earbuds or roasting producer Pat on Twitter. Or even making producer Pat clean the carpet. I have a history of throwing a fit when I'm not doing well at a game. This is why I usually play on easy. I have a terribly stupid story about rage gaming, but that's something I don't super want on air. So, one, do you have any embarrassing rage stories or habits? Two, any advice on how to chill out? I feel like- Everyone look at me! <laughs> Ashley does not have an answer for number two. Um, I, <laughs> I thought do. Chelsea had you. You were I, like I have your head. someone else, my stepbrother's rage story, but it's still good. Oh, I want to hear. hear that. He continued. My stepbrother was the youngest of three others, so like I had three stepbrothers. He was the youngest. He was like the loudest. He was like clearly making up for being the baby, and he was the youngest with two twins too, which I think made it harder. And he was so mad that they continuously kept beating him at Goldeneye. <sighs> like over and over that the house had a like an upstairs and then a landing that overlooked like the entrance hall, whatever, in, like foyer, foyer. Mm-hmm. I hate that word. The foyer. Foyer. Um, he took the Goldeneye cartridge, <gasps> flung it from the upstairs all the way down. Like, out of, just out of pure anger, he ripped it out of the N64, <laughs> flung it down oh. to the bottoms. Was it still oh intact? Oh my gosh. Those things, yeah, did it break? Pretty hefty. I think it was fine. Yeah, I'm sure. Unsurprising, yeah. but it was just like his rage was so real and so <laughs> amazing. Um, I, you know, I have no answer to that because it's like most of what Overwatch is for me. Mm-hmm. Which, like, why do you keep playing it? Well, I, you know, I don't know. We all have those. <laughs> uh, I have no answer for that. I feel really bad for my neighbors. My cat doesn't seem to react anymore to me screaming, out loud or in a pillow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Probably a bad Ashley sign. Ashley DM'd me the um, other day saying, oh, like, apropos of nothing, just was like, Crutchrap doesn't say, do anything anymore when I scream into a pillow. And I was like, ha, 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 wait, what? Why are you screaming into It's a not pillow? great. I think, like, the, I mean, I don't really do anything physical. I think, like, the most I've ever done is just, like, throw my controller across the room. That was like two weeks ago. <laughs> oh my god! It was a very bad competitive match. Uh, I don't really like to play games that are hard because I used to get really upset. Um, and probably the last time I got really enraged with a game, like to a physical point, is I was playing Beautiful Joe on the PS2. And I was like, this game's so cool looking. I'm really excited to play this. And I stayed up playing this boss battle. That was probably like the first boss battle in the game. I stayed up until like three in the morning, trying, trying, trying to beat it. I was crying hysterically because no. I couldn't beat it. I was just so mad. Oh. I was just like, it was three in the morning. Everyone was asleep. I was cursing and screaming in my living room, crying. I was like 16 at the time. And my dad is like, Allegra, what are you doing? You have to go to school in like four hours. So I was like, I just need to beat this boss battle. Shut up. I just need to do it. And I like threw the PS2 controller and I was oh like, fuck God. this. And then I sold the game the next day. Cause And I will never play that game ever again. I'm so upset. I don't even remember why it was so hard. It's just like really twitchy, I guess. I just remember cursing at my dad, which I don't do, and crying hysterically That's as so an 11th sad. grader. Life is strange. 
this is why teenagers are hard to relate to. Whatever that was, what year is that? I think I was 2000, probably 2010. 2010 was when I was Shut the heck up. Okay. Wow. Ooh. The year I started grad school. I don't think... I, I, I mostly just get stuck in a rage loop. Nothing dramatic happens. Um, advice on how to chill out. It's it's so hard because like even if you have that person with you who's like, hey, maybe it's time to take a break. You're like, fuck yeah. Yeah, you're oh, like, yeah. maybe it's time to shut up. <laughs> that yeah. person, that voice of reason is wrong. Um, even if you even if even if you can like put the console in rest mode and like walk away for a bit or save the game and walk away for a little bit, it's hard to like when you when you feel like you're so close. Yeah. Stop playing forever. Yeah. Just there you go. Breathing exercises, turn on Netflix, like watch an episode of a good show. Drink what a cold beverage. Last... Try to. I, I definitely. I actually did rage quit something recently, but I. Oh, it was Overwatch. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. And I did that. I did exactly that advice. Ashley's advice is what I took. I turned on Netflix. I watched something that I could win at. <laughs> this next question is from Sean. Firstly, want to say how much I love the cast. And the fact that it's led by four awesome ladies such as yourselves. Thank you, Sean. However, I still need a little advice. I work nine to five, but the rest of my housemates, who are also my best friends, are at uni still. When I come home from work, I just want to plonk in front of the TV and play video games, but I don't want to hog the TV. They've had the chance to play all day, and even if they haven't gotten around to it, they still might want to play. I am kind of afraid to ask them if I can use the TV for fear of irritating them, but I'm a wannabe games journo, and I want to play my games. (laughs) So my question is... Should I be less awkward and just ask them if I can use the TV for a while, or do I take my consoles upstairs and be antisocial? Love, Sean from Reading. Thank you, Wait, Sean from Reading. I loved how you read if that. You, you read that in the SEO Play voice. That was excellent. Thank yeah, you. it was great. And at Video Game Theater Voice, which mm-hmm. is a new series, which you should check out. Or youtube.com slash why not. Wait, if you can take your consoles upstairs, that means you have your own TV. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess it's mostly a question of, like, how often do your housemates use those consoles? Like, if they don't use them that much and there's, like, say, a a long game, not just, like, a recreational, I'll just pick it up, whatever, almost like an RPG or whatever longer one, I mean, just take them upstairs. (laughs) Or... But I disagree. I think that, like, people, they're probably just watching whatever's on TV, so they'll be just as happy to watch you play whatever you're playing. Yeah, like, I don't like to play games in my room. I have a TV in my room and a TV in the living room and I, I like to play games and this was also true when I lived with uh, two other people instead of just one other person. I like to play games in the living room where like if people walk by to go to the kitchen I could say hi or they can sit down and watch me or if they're playing games I can sit down and watch them so I totally understand like the the d- the difficulty of the choice of like do I take them away and like take myself away from my best friends who I live with or do I stay and risk the awkwardness and I would just honestly like you're all best friends and I feel like if th- that you can you know sit down and use the TV and hopefully trust in your friends to ask if they want to use it and maybe just let them like if say you've been playing for a couple hours after work or something and they walk by say hey do you, let me know if you want to use the TV, and I'll wrap up this sick level of the good game that I'm playing, and then I'll write a blog post about it. Yeah, 
I mean, if there's any shows that they actually like want to watch live, like mm-hmm. I feel like making a note of like the favorite their favorite things, and then like being like, okay, I'll be respectful of those times, mm-hmm. and that will make you feel better too. Yeah. Like that's just something that can help ease your own conscience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like they they are also people who play video games. So I mean, oh well, if they, yeah, if they yeah. also play games, then I think it's just a basic conversation of like when they want to use the TV. Yeah, I totally understand that. Like awkwardness of asking for something that totally isn't a big deal but you are afraid that when it comes out of your mouth it will sound like you're being a jerk Uh, but that's what living with roommates is all about and I totally believe in your ability to share the television and hang out with your friends and have a good time Mm -hmm. well that's going to be us for this episode my friends if you liked this episode please tell a friend about tell tell a friend about our amazing advice tell a friend who's having trouble sharing their tv about the amazing advice we just gave and let them know that this is a cool show that you listen to and that you would like them to listen to it we super appreciate that and also if you want an email to be read on the show you can email polygon show at polygon.com and then it will go into the big email vat where we stir all the emails and then the good ones float to the top and then there are a lot of them on the top because there are a lot of good emails out there So do that. Polygon Show at polygon.com. Thanks, everyone, for listening. This has been The Polygon Show.